Welcome one, welcome all to a place of stories that will chill you to your very soul. With tales of horror that will leave your bones shaking and your teeth shattering. Welcome to the dark side of the mind. Now come with me as I tell you a tale of the deterioration. Episode 1, Prologue. It was one of those nights where clouds smeared the sky so no moonlight shone through. A scientist named Daniel Noble was working in the lab. Mixing chemicals as he scribbled down notes, the chemicals began to bubble. Then, a strange mist rose from the chemical mixture, clouding the air like murky water that seemed to consume everything in its path. As the mist engulfed Daniel, he slowly began to change. His skin burned, flesh rotting and falling from bone, and his blood seeped over his body, fusing together what little flesh was left. His eyes became a dark red, almost flat color. Nails grew into claws, and his hair started to fall out. He fell to his knees and screams of terror that soon turned to rage and a hunger rang through the air as the change ripped through him. Slowly he would lose himself. Bits and pieces of his memory would fade away until he would no longer be Daniel Noble. But a monster then inhabited the shell of his body. The mist had already seeped into the hall as he ran for the door, with only one thought running through his mind. Feed. When he burst the door into the hall, screams filled the air. Screams of the people slowly beginning the change. The change that would stir it all. Welcome one, welcome all, to a place of stories that will chill you to your very soul, with tales of horror that will leave your bones shaking and your teeth chattering. Welcome to the dark side of the mind. Now come with me as I tell you the tale of deterioration. Episode 2. It begins. It was late at night and I was watching TV with Gina when suddenly the screen flashed a bright white. On the screen, in bold black letters, read, A dangerous outbreak ravaged to the city of Fells March and surrounding cities. The outbreak was start at the Noble Laboratory. This disease transforms the body, causing you to become a creature of nightmares. It is recommended that you lock and board up all windows and doors. No one is safe from this outbreak. Suddenly, the screen cuts to a news reporter, the head rattling beeping of an important announcement floating through the air of our small living room. The room she sits in is in chaos with half the lights out and blood smeared across the walls in the background. Screams can be heard in the distance, followed by insistent banging on a door that sounds to be near its breaking point. Yet through all that is going on around her, she has managed to plaster a warm smile on her face, though I can see the fear in her eyes as her gaze flicks from the viewer to what I can only assume is that door. And then the beeping stops, replaced by her shaking voice, though she fights to keep under control. A horrible disease that scientists are calling Tetrapodio is now ripping through the United States. It is recommended that you stay inside and that you don't leave your house under any circumstances. So far, it is unknown with the start of the epidemic, only that it has something to do with a chemical spill at the Noble Laboratory, but we do know the effects and how it spreads. By some miracle, scientists survived the spill were able to get a hold of one of the creatures. These creatures are the direct result of the disease, which is thought to have been a biological weapon gone wrong. There are a total of six stages that we've been able to determine thus far. The first stage starts with occasional ringing in your ears, followed by migraines, bloodshot eyes, and nosebleeds. The second stage starts out as a small blister, which can appear in any area of the skin. This blister then administers a toxin that spreads through the bloodstream. During the third stage, patches of skin around the blister begin to change. Your skin will first peel off, 
till every inch of your body is covered in raw skin. Blood then seeps out over the raw skin, forming a coat of thick blood over your body. Once this has happened, you progress on to the fourth stage, where the blood fuses together with what little remaining flesh there is and then hardens. After this, your skin can't be broken easily, if at all. Then your teeth and nails fall out, soon replaced by razor-sharp wolf-like canines and claws. By the fifth stage, the toxin will start to eat away at your cerebrum, causing you to not be able to think rationally. You'll start to see delusions as the toxic then works to change the makeup of your brain. And once the sixth and final stage has occurred, you will be completely lost. A mere shell of the person you used to be. You won't remember anyone or anything from your past life. The only thing you will feel is the everlasting hunger that can never be satisfied. Scientists think this hunger is the disease's way of spreading. Since the carrier has the disease in their saliva, a bite that breaks the skin will, without a doubt, lead to infection. The only weakness that scientists have found so far is sunlight, or bright light in general, shine directly into their eyes. However, this weakness only causes them to be nocturnal, since the sunlight burns their eyes, seeming to cause the creatures severe pain. The reason for this is that their eyes were left damaged from the third and fourth stages. The disease starts to manifest in the body between 24 and 48 hours after being bitten. It only be stopped by amputating the extremity bitten in time, though this method isn't guaranteed success. Thank you for listening to this broadcast. May the goddess be with you all. Jean and I quietly sit on the couch staring at the screen, even after the message and lady fade away to a blank screen. Slowly we stand, not daring to utter a word until finally I speak. You take the upstairs. Make sure to lock every window. I'll take the downstairs. We'll meet back here. I stay still for a moment, watching her as she runs upstairs until I can no longer see her. Then I quickly walk over to the living room window, letting the wind blow through it, ruffling my hair for a moment enjoying the cool breeze of fall for only a second before shutting it. Unease begins to set in, followed by panic rising in my throat, suffocating me, leaving me sputtering for air as I click the window's lock in place. The world begins to blur, my vision blotting out as lack of air begins to play with my mind. But even though my lungs burn, I run over to the front door to make sure it's locked, and as I set the deadbolt for good measure, I see movement out of the corner of my eye. Unsure whether it's a trick of the mind or something real, I quickly dismiss it, hoping it was truly only my mind playing tricks on me. But as I continue running from window to window, clicking locks in place, I hear screams. Blood curdling screams, laced of anger, fear, and hunger. My panic only grows as I click the last lock in place and sink to the ground, my body weak. As I sit there, staring out the window I place myself in front of, I see something outside. A grotesque-looking creature, a few strings of hair left clinging to its crimson-colored scalp. Adrenaline fuels my stride as I stand, deciding to close all the blinds on the first floor and pray nothing can see in. Afraid the overhead light would be too bright, I turn on a small lamp to illuminate the room instead, quietly taking a seat in the couch, staring absently at the stairs as I wait for her to come back down. Worry raking my mind when I see her. She looks so pale. Did she see you too? I ask, trying to make my voice sound as comforting as I can manage. She didn't answer, instead grabbing the remote to turn the TV back on then muting it and turning on subtitles as she puts on our area's local news. We'll need to know if there are any updates on what's happening here. 
she says, muttering the words so quietly that I can barely hear them. Her voice was hollow sounding. It was then that I noticed the redness around her eyes. She'd been crying. I reached my hand out to her, but she just moves away, continuing to stare at the screen, her expression unchanging. And although I try to focus, my mind slowly drifts off, the world and my worries melting away for now. That's all for today, so until next time, don't forget to leave the lights on, and beware of the monsters that lurk in the shadows, just out of sight. You never know what they might be.